for a new episode, know you probably waiting Plant a seed in your brain, let me pollinate it And I'm not like the rest, I don't do the faking You are now tuned in to Broke Conversations Yo You like this motherfucker back up Yo, hey, what's poppin', what's poppin', everybody out there I am your host, OG Odie And you are now tuned in to the most Poverty, I mean, the world's most poverty-stricken podcast, Broke Conversations. Welcome, uh, welcome to another installment. Welcome to another episode. Welcome to another edition of Broke Conversations. And yeah, we back up in this. Um, I had some. Let, let's just call it technical difficulties yesterday. Um, and I, I'll leave it at that. I had some. Uh, this episode was supposed to drop yesterday, but yeah. I'm here, I'm now, and even though I'm a day late, I'm still consistent. Fuck all that shit, you know what I'm saying? I've been at this shit for at least, it's about five weeks consistently, and I'm trying to just keep it going, because consistency brings, loyalty brings, you know, like, something, you accountability, like, people, they can count on me, and my for my fans and supporters, I want them to be able to do that, so, yeah. Um, I hope everybody is doing well out there, I hope you got something to, I hope you, whatever you're going through, you eased your mind, you made the better decisions, out of all the ones that have been presented to you and if you haven't well you're just like me and just like everybody else we sinners so um that being said like i said i hope everybody's doing good and good health good spirits oh it's the day after thanksgiving how was y'all thanksgiving i know shit was different this year because it most definitely was for me because you know family didn't come we we still cook but that was just cooking on some regular shit it wasn't no you know, family, old family coming by, we specifically gotta have this, gotta have the yams and all that other shit, but we, we did cook, we did cook and shit, um, but yeah, I, I hope everybody's doing good, and oh yeah, I finished, I finally finished the song, uh, the song I was talking about last, on the last episode, Ayala, um, if you wanna listen to that before the end of this episode, which is, which is when it will be playing, then, um, head to my Spotify, you feel me, head, I mean, nope, I'm sorry. Head to my SoundCloud, OGOD, and the song's called Ayana, I-Y-A-N-L-A. So, yeah, if you want that, do it. And I want to also speak on the uh, the process of me actually spitting it, because I, I know, like I said before, uh, like I told y'all before about this song, it's a song been written, it's been wrote for uh, a few, probably a few weeks, I just haven't been in the mood to spit it, I finally got the chance to do that, I was drunk, well, I wasn't drunk, I was tipsy, and that, and, it, and that was an interesting experience, I've never rapped a song and put it, like, out. Um, while tipsy, and that was interesting. Like it, it was actually fairly quick. I couldn't have done it if I had to write and shit. Nah, that that most definitely wouldn't happen. I gotta be cl- sober, clear minded. Well, not even sober. I can smoke, but I can't. I don't think I can write and drink. I ain't never tried it, but shit, who knows? The way this year going before the end of the year, maybe I will get to that. But yeah, um, if and I and the thing I love about these types of songs that I put out. I've only put out a handful really trying to get some shit off my chest, and this was one, not even a handful. I've only put out, like, two. Yeah, two that I Actually, three, because the first song I ever made don't make sense. I was getting some shit off my chest about police brutality and shit. So, uh, so, yeah, um... The song is out, and it will be on the end of this episode if you stay tuned. If not, fast forward, do what the fuck you gotta do. Go to your SoundCloud. Anyway... Yes, yes, yes. We are back up in this motherfucker, back up in the studio, and I'm, and I'm. Let me uh move on to the first topic. All right. 
Let's see. Nicki Minaj, she has an HBO docu-series of her life that will be releasing coming out soon. So um, I want to say a big congratulations to Nicki Minaj. She's been through a lot throughout her career, the the ups, the down, and then then the then the pop shit, and then she bring then she come back with the real rap shit that our true core fans, you know, want. And uh, almost every artist really got to deal with that unless they really don't give a fuck. They got that prince mentality. They got that nah. I'm the artist. I'm the creator. And if and if when if and whenever I switch up, that's where you're gonna fall in line. And I and I love that. Um, I love that. But like I said, congrats to Nikki. She deserves it. She's been in this game long. She done made all these bitches and niggas her sons, as she has reiterated on many occasions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She she deserves it, man. She deserves it. She just had a new baby. Um, I don't know the name or whatever. Congrats to that. And, you know, more life, more blessings. Moving on. Uh, also, shout out to The Undertaker. He recently retired from the WWE after wrestling for a stifling 30 years. 30 years. Like, man, this man. I believe that's a name that's that's kind of ubiquitous when we talk about generations. Your daddy, your grandpa, uh, and you can probably... um probably relate and probably understand what that name means and what that legacy is because shit I, th I think Undertaker was wrestling back even way back before it was WWE when it was WWF before they got sued by the I heard that the WWE got sued when their name was WWF by a wildlife corporation or some shit that's why they had to change their name but yeah I believe Undertaker was wrestling way back then and I, and, I, and back then that's when shit you can you you can or me I can kind of compare those times back in the day WWF or you know from the films and from the videos and from the DVDs and shit that I've seen. I can compare it to like basketball back in the day. You know how older heads they talk about oh Jordan he was getting beat up blah 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 and you know that's not happening today because coaches in the game is is more pussy. It's uh you know less contact less you know I can't you know. You know, you, you can't push niggas around like Shaq was doing. Like, he was looking, making niggas look like newborn children, grown men just moving them niggas the fuck out of the way, dunking on them, move, pushing niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit was harder back in the day. So, me saying that is, the reason why I even brought that up is, I got a, when I said the word WWF, I, it was a flashback in my head, in my mind. Um, Yeah, my stepdad, he used to have... um. Like I said, uh, tapes and, and movies and shit. And niggas was really hardcore. Niggas would wrestle on tacks. Oh, my God. Niggas would get hit with spike baseball bats. Like, like not no little, you know what I'm saying? Not the little bitch hits either. Niggas would really be bleeding. They would really, like, it would really be warfare. Niggas jumping off the, remember the cage matches? Niggas jumping. Oh, my God, bro. Niggas getting thrown off the, man, yo, shit was really, really real back in the day, and it, it's it's funny to think about it, because I bet those people in WWF were getting paid just a fraction of what people are getting paid today, <laughs> them niggas was putting life and limb on, line, <laughs> on the line, and it, it, it's just funny to think about that shit, but, um, but yeah, like I said, congrats to, um, congrats to The Undertaker, um, many fucking blessings many yeah more life more life talk both of them um moving on to something more more specific um i don't know if you know now but yeah uh, but you might know dave Chappelle, he recently put a little i don't even want to call it a call it a standard special he, he put it he put a little kind of kind of like a ted talk little piece it wasn't really comedy it was like real shit he was talking about his life and shit um he wants people 
he wants all of his fans to boycott Netflix. But no, not boycott Netflix. Boycott his show, Dave Chappelle. That um, the the Chappelle show that was on Netflix. I believe um, excuse me, I believe in the um, in, in the little video that Dave put up on his uh, on his Instagram. He said that he wants. He wanted Netflix to take off the Chappelle show, take take it off from their streaming service because when he was younger, he signed a contract and everybody and he thought the contract was gonna be cool because every because he didn't have anything, he was broke, he didn't have a lawyer, you know, he didn't have money to do do all those certain things. But when after after he signed the contract and he got in the game, he found out that they own his likeness and it would be impossible for him to make another show called Chappelle Show. For the rest of his life, obviously, because he's he's like in his forty late forties, fifties right now, and and that's part of the stuff that he said in that little mini mini little stand up special, it was like twenty minutes. Um, yeah, what he spoke on was you you know you're young and people they take advantage of you. They put things in the in terms that you can't even understand without a lawyer, without paying somebody, and they know that you don't have that money to do that. So you're really just getting fucked in the deal, like. And Dave and and what Dave said was, even after he left the show, they didn't pay him. But keep keep in mind, this was all in the contract. Everything that I'm saying, it was all in the contract. But he didn't know that until, like I said, after he he did it. So for him to you know walk away with his pride and and with the ability, because that's the that's the thing, bro. No matter what contract you sign or whatever, you're as long as you're the artist and you own and you dictate the creativity. There are always loopholes and shit that, that can get you out of deals just like what Dave did, even though, you know, like I said, after that, they didn't pay him. And I don't think the show just went off air just because he left. They probably, you know, kept re rerunning the shit, kept making money, and, you know, eventually tried to replace the shit with a different, more new age act like Key and Peele. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, all of, all of that being said, all of that being said. Dave wants everybody, all of his fans, to boycott the show, Chappelle Show, until Viacom, CBS, um, one of these major corporations, uh, gives pays him the money that he's he, that he deserves. Cause shit, even when he was working, um, for Viacom, you know, you know, what I'm saying before he quit, he said he was obviously he was only getting paid a fraction of what media attention and how much money and you know the merch sales and all that shit. He was only getting paid a fraction of that, and he wants to take it. That's basically, you know, you know, that's basically what sums the shit up. He, he wants, he wants it back. He wants them to do the right motherfucking thing, and, and you know, even though they had the, the Chappelle show, look at all the stuff that Dave has done ever since then. Like they haven't stopped him. It, they haven't stifled him. Like for when, when, when the situation happened, they didn't stifle him forever because you know he, he still was an artist, he still was creating shit with or without them, you know, stand-up specials, being in movies, you know, featuring shit, and, you you know, you can't stop a motherfucking artist, the artist is gonna always paint, to put it in simplest terms, an artist is always gonna hold the power, bitch, you only have the money and the contracts, you don't have the talent, so without me, you don't have what, you know, what you need to acquire me, which is money, or equity or whatever you want to you know label it moving on moving on though um all right 
Oh wait, no. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Gucci, Gucci Mane, Gucci, Gucci, Guap, whatever you want to call him. Gucci reportedly wants to do another versus, um, after being the highest watch versus of all time. Um, when I wrote this down, it was like it, in the article. I believe it was on the the source of some shit. Um, the article said it was like nine point one million, but I I believe that number was probably doubled, if not tripled, by now since the time that I wrote this shit down in my, in my notes at, at all. So, um, Gucci want the motherfucking smoke. I, 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 I was actually surprised to hear, to hear that, like, to, surprised to hear that. Like the nigga played, <coughs> excuse me, man, but the nigga played lemonade and wake up in the sky and, 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 and shit and shit like that. Hood classes like that. I just want to know what if he does get another opponent, which he probably won't. If he does, what songs does Gucci plan to play? Because he played a majority of his hits. Does he plan? Does he plan to replay the shits? I mean, nah, that'd be lame as fuck, honestly. Especially if nah, that'd be lame. So yeah, does he? Does Gucci plan to replay the shits or play some other shit that that that's not even on uh, that wasn't even on this list? Cause he 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 played a whole lot of motherfucking songs and and while I'm while I'm even speaking about that, I got a shout out to Gucci and Jeezy. I know you you probably been hearing it and seeing the videos and shit. Obviously you have. It's been the most watched verses. So um, shout out to Gucci and Jeezy. Even though it was some tension, you know Gucci played the truth in front of Jeezy and all that shit. The, at the end they reconciled. And, um, I thought, I thought, <coughs> excuse me, I thought I was going to see them shake hands or something, but they, they didn't, um, they, they ended up going to the same club after the event. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see two black men really squash beef, you know, I'm two grown ass, mature, well, grown ass, mature, or more, you know, intellectual humans sitting down and and actually making something good out of something that really could have been and was a terrible, you know, terrible situation. So sh- shout out to them and um who who does Gucci want? I I wonder like is it the money? Did he get paid? I wonder did Gucci get paid for this? Because I remember originally origin uh, originally Gucci Gucci was like, "Nah, I ain't doing this unless I get a meal and all the other shit." Did, I wonder did he get paid for this one? And even if he didn't, he still got paid because all the records that he played, you know, people were streaming him and you know going crazy. So it most definitely he most definitely had a bump. And I don't think Gucci is signed, so I think he's independent. So he most definitely getting a bigger piece, if not you know most of it, um, off of that. But yeah, that's two questions. That's two questions I want to know. What if he did another one? Would he play the same songs? And excuse me. And did he get paid again? Hmm. That's something to think about. But uh, moving, moving on, moving on. I want to intro this segment. Um, <coughs> I've been, I've been thinking, and I've been thinking about this podcast and trying to make it, take it to the next level. You know, all, everything to go with that. I want to intro a segment. Um, called "Would You Risk It?" And I believe, I believe I want. Yeah, fuck it. I'll make it weekly. <coughs> I want to come, <coughs> excuse me, damn, I want to, guys, I want to come on, I'm a, I want to come on this plot, this platform, this podcast, and I want to, um, have situations or scenarios, and I will be reading them, obviously, and I want you, I want, I want you guys at home to, you know, call in, text in, whatever you got to do, hit up my Instagram, um, OG.OD, 
and send me DMs. Give me give me responses, cause this is some shit that'll you know have me have me connect a little bit on a deeper level with y'all. And and yeah, new segment called Would You Risk It? Um, this today I have two. Next week I may only have one. But here's the first scenario on Would You Risk It? The segment. Um, seventy four year old man jumped into pond to successfully save his puppy from an alligator. Afterwards, he said it. <clears throat> afterwards, he said his his hands was all fucked up, you know, because uh, he said it, it was extremely hard. Like the nigga was seventy four, but he did like I said, he successfully saved the motherfucking dog. <clears throat> Would you risk it? Would you risk it? Would you motherfucking risk it? For me, it was a it it, it was a puppy. I don't know what type of dog. It, it don't really matter what type of dog it was. For me to be in that situation, first of all, it was a puppy, so it ain't no way that he had like a super strong rapport with it. You know what I'm saying? It was a puppy. Um, would I motherfucking risk this shit? Over nah, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry for over a puppy. I'm sorry, like. I feel like natural selection happens, and I don't even want to call it natural selection because niggas can get hit with a car and somebody can label it natural selection. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's all in the same category. I'm not risking that shit for a puppy. I'm not. I'm not risking it for a. I don't know. Maybe maybe if the connection that I had or that I imagined in my head that I had with the dog, then I, I, if it was strong, if it was firm, if it was like. I don't know, like, I knew this dog ever since high school, when I started high school or some shit, maybe, like, but god damn, though, you gotta know what you risking, you risking your own life, and what if y'all both die, what if the puppies drown, what if the lung, lung is punctured, and the water getting the lung, you don't know how to give the dog CPR, cause how do you do it, you know, they mouths not built like ours and shit, <laughs> That shit is crazy. That shit is motherfucking crazy. But um, but yeah, I want to I, I want to know y'all feelings on that. Would you risk it? Would you risk it? I me for me, it's like it's it's not. That's it, a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. Not a not a puppy. And if you buy a pond or you know what I'm saying, if you know that you live in an area like that, and you have a puppy, which is basically a toddler, uh, soul that doesn't know no better until you know they see. <coughs> there's danger around him. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah, yeah, that's a no for me. Moving on, Sec second, uh, <coughs> ah, damn, my bad. No, y'all getting tired of me coughing my motherfucking bag. God damn, man. I've been on the moon rock binge lately, and I've been out of my motherfucking mind. But I'm finally back here, and uh, yeah. Next one, Mike. All right, see, I, I don't I don't know how to pronounce this. It's like an African. All right, Mike, and his last name is I don't even want to spell it. His last name is N W O G G U. Uh, a nightclub owner from Nigeria arrived at a wedding. Uh, arrived at his friend's wedding with not one, not two, not three, not four, not even five, but six, <laughs> six pregnant women, all with him, and he claims that they were all his um. All his seed. So, in this situation, uh, I know it's different when you switch up the genders and shit. If you're a lady and you're listening to this, <laughs> would you show up, I guess, and that's only one way, would you show up pregnant 
to a wedding ceremony. If you were in a, I don't even know what to call that because three people is a throuple. A sex tuple, sex tuple. Is that how you? Is that a? Is that how you say six cup, six couple? However you say it. However you say it. Would you? This isn't even a would you risk it. This is kind of a would you even be in this situation? I, I guess that's kind of what I'm asking. Men at home, would you be up to be in a six person six person relationship when everybody they know about each other and possibly get them all? My nigga, oh my. God, six babies crying, six mouths you gotta feed, and who knows that the wives are working? Probably, I don't know. I'm I'm assuming that the wives they probably aren't working, so that's six, that's twelve mouths to feed off rip. Twelve, I mean, cool. I mean, six pussies that's cool if you want to do that, or if you're a female, six dicks. I guess that's cool. But if you're a female, you're gonna be ran the fuck out. You gotta be a sex addict. Because it ain't no way, unless one of them or a few of them is asexual, but I don't know. Would you Would you show up to a motherfucking, that nigga was flexing like, bro, that nigga took away from the, all the attention from the bride and, and the, <laughs> the bride, all that shit, all that shit, the, the groom, the best man, like, niggas took all the shine, had, had, probably had way better pictures than anybody else, you know what I'm saying, the, and, and what make it so crazy is they all, the women that the dude showed up with, Mike, and I spelled his last name. He showed it was a black dude. He showed up with um everybody had the same motherfucking outfit on. That's some pimp player ass shit if I ain't never seen it in my motherfucking life. That nigga knew what he was doing. He was like, nah, nigga, I don't give a fuck who wedding this is, my best friend. I don't give a fuck, bitch. This is my scene. And I'm taking over shit because this is the shit that niggas will be talking about. After the wedding, and still now, I don't know when the wedding happened. That and that's what makes it so funny. The wedding was not the centerpiece of this article. It was this nigga. <laughs> but fuck it, fuck it. Like like I said, send me um, send me DMs, send me DMs. And actually, I'm I'm thinking about getting me a Discord. Um, I uh I got me a Discord account. Um, I'm thinking about having like random fans just just be on the shit. Maybe even add them into some type of segments of the podcast. That would be cool, like that, or get some Zoom meeting type shit. You know what I'm saying? And and really and really get the shit rocking. But uh, but yeah, like, bro, let me let me the fuck know. Let me the fuck know. I, I I honestly, for me, it's a no for me, dog. Again, because that's too many miles to feed. Even if you a billionaire, trillionaire, that's so much shit you got to deal with, my nigga. That's six different periods. That's six different. Oh my. God, bro, nah, I'm cool, cause I'm cool, <laughs> I'm cool, bro. It, that's that's too much. That's too much. And and how do you you gotta have a favorite? Imagine the jealousy and and all the other shit, bro. The fighting, cause it, it ain't no way that all six of them bitches ain't never fought. There's no way, not at least the argument or most definitely physical. And 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 when you think about it. What if one gets super jealous? What if one got mental issues that you don't even know about? Fuck around, murk your ass. Fuck around, conspire with another one. They, <laughs> the odds of shit getting out of hand is way too crazy. I wouldn't even have a throw. I wouldn't even have a throuple. Let, let's talk about it. I wouldn't even have a throuple. Throuple. Nah. Because, bro. It, it, well, actually, I wouldn't say I wouldn't, but it, it would depend on their personality because a lot of women that I have come in contact with and the people that I know have come in contact with, uh, when we talk about my age, they're super fucking needy and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And and it's not the ideal or would be the ideal situation. So I couldn't I couldn't do it. Not at this age. But maybe if it was older women, like older than my age, possibly, possibly, but at the same I don't know. Nah, I'm cool. Uh moving on, moving on. I've been on this for a little minute. Um, all right, let's move on to a certain uh a more serious, more serious note. Let's talk about some news that's happening in Uganda. Um, due to the arrest of Bobby Wine in Uganda, and I um, in Uganda, protests have been taking place, and the military have been shooting innocent civilians. Pictures and videos have surfaced of these said incidents. Forty-five have been confirmed dead. Um, from the protesting, you know, of the arrest of Bobby Wine. Uh, the current Ugandan president, Yoweri Museveni, has been in power for over 34 years. So, um, so yeah, basically, they're not, I don't, all right, from from what I read and from the articles that, that <clears throat> and the information that I've obtained, Bobby Wine is somebody who's opposing the current, <coughs> the current man in charge of Uganda because he's been charged for so many years. And I don't know the specific laws and laws and things and restrictions that restrict the people from doing certain things are in place. But it's, it's, it's basically like this, man. We got it. The best, uh, something that I'm taking from this is we got it. The motherfucking best in the United States, a mother, a nigga, a nigga will max get eight years sometimes, but a lot of the times it'll just get four years, just like Donald Trump. We thought he was the worst and all, and he was the worst. He's the worst, but we're so lucky to not have to had deal with this nigga for 34 years because that's a real fucking reality that people, people have lived and died while this nigga was president. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but obviously something got to be going on. If the people are protesting, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and the government is, taking people like Bobby Wine because he's rebelling against against the government. Stuff has to be st- stuff has to be one-sided obviously. And it's the president's way or the highway, you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's not like in 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 different countries we are so lucky because in different countries niggas can't even kid about the president, kid about religion, kid about God not being real, you know, all, all this other shit. We we are we are very lucky. Like I said, in these other countries, it's not that motherfucking way. And being that it's not it's not that way, people have to deal with certain shit and be persecuted just because they have different views, just because they don't want a certain person in office. And it's, it it really come down to that. It's, it's, it's really fucked up. Everybody, every, no government is perfect. No government will ever be perfect because none of us are perfect. And none of us can even agree on the same thing in the same time. Even if we change our opinion later on, that's when, that's why it's so much tension when they when everybody is voting and when everybody's, um, endorsing these other, these people in, in, in the universe, in the world. So I just feel like there were, there will always be an eternal struggle. Um, but, um, for power on earth, no matter, no matter what, and until God, comes i don't even want I, see <laughs> why did i 
I I did not even mean to bring make this kind of religious and shit. But in, until the creator, until the maker of, of whatever the fuck you believe in or don't believe in, until the creator says it's time, it will it, it it will always be like this. We will always be like this. We will always still lie and cheat, even though it's not right. Even you know, in and in these other countries, shit will always be like this. I I don't mean to. Damn, I sound depressed and sad and shit, but. That's 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 honestly that's honestly how I feel. I, I just wanted to bring this topic up. I kind of I just wanted to bring this topic up because this is important and people are motherfucking dying. I, I I just I just want everybody to I bring up topics outside of the U.S. like the robbery uh the robbery that I talked about the six point six million dollar robbery or however much money it was. I talk talk about shit like that because. We get so caught up. Damn, this is too serious. I like to keep it light, lighthearted, but fucking, I'm already here. We get so caught up in thinking that America is the only thing on earth. The media and American news sources, they will always lead you to believe that, oh, there's so much stuff going on here that they don't say it like that, but it, it's kind of like that. They only talk about American shit, and I understand that you're American outlet, but <clears throat> there's shit going on that's way worse and and I I believe it's probably it's probably lessons in me even bringing this shit up on on my on my on my ugh, on my platform and shit. It's, it's it's lessons in it. Whatever the fuck you think you dealing with, you you think that that's that that you dealing with that will cause the end of the world. You're fucking wrong. People are going through way harder shit, way more harsh shit. You know what I'm saying? And and I guess that's a small lesson that niggas can take from it. The shit that we deal with on a daily basis is nothing compared to that article that, that I just read. Nothing at all. We all go through pain and tragedy, but my nigga, some people will never understand the magnitude of having free, quote-unquote, quote free speech. Because even over here, it's, it's only free, free to a certain extent. It's only free to a certain extent. Like, you probably get locked up, beat up, shot for talking wreck to any big political person over here. You can't, you probably, you probably can't talk to Donald Trump to his face and, oh, you a bitch, I think, da, da, da. nah, they'll probably get, get you the fuck up out of here. So it's an element of this in, in every part of the world. And yeah, that's just what it is. Um, I pray for those people. Go, uh, I pray, I, I pray for those people going, going through that bullshit going through that you know that fucked up situation but i just wanted to bring light to the situation over here um moving on trevor uh, to a lighter note trevor noah will be hosting the upcoming grammys and my prediction oh yeah one my screenshot let me go to my gallery the only category i cared about there it is where the grammys at? yeah excuse me god damn it the only category i cared about on uh about the Grammys were the best rap album. Let me read the categories and give you what the fuck I think. But uh, whatever. Black Habits, D Smoke, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs, and The Alchemist. Um, a written testimony, Drake, J Electronica, and you know Jay Z was on that. King's Disease, Nas, and The Allegory, Royce the Five Nine. I haven't listened to most of the matter of fact, I've listened to one of these albums all the way through. I listened to King Disease a little bit and I know it's hard because that's fucking Nas and he's he spitting that shit. Um, I fuck with King's Disease, but my favorite and the the shit that Alfredo, Alfredo, my my, my favorite on this list and in the, in the, in the album that I'm most well versed in. <coughs> 
an album to me that has a whole lot of motherfucking replay value. Alfredo is a, is an amazing record. It's, it's an amazing album. And I believe Gibbs, Gibbs deserved that because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit on here like I've been listening to Gibbs from day one. Uh, My nigga, my nigga tried to put me on him a little while back, but I, I, I was late to the party. But Alfredo was the first album that I've ever listened to from Freddie Gibbs all the way through. And I and since then, I've run it back multiple times. It's, that's a classic sound, man. That's a classic feeling. And for me being a rapper, um, I, I don't, I'm not, I, well, I don't. I, I could go and buy beats and all that shit. But for my shit, I normally take shit off of YouTube and I look up a certain type of nigga type beat. Freddie Gibbs, I got a lot of those type beats, a lot of his style type beats in my motherfucking, um, in my Google, uh, in, whatever, in, in my downloads. That being said, I, I really love, I really, I really, yeah, I really love the way he raps. I love that it's, it's some Southern nigga swag. I love hearing that clip because not a lot of, not a lot of people can pull off that. And, and, and he's getting, Freddie Gibbs is a lyrical nigga. He's not like a just, there's two types of, you know, there's two types of rap, period. You know, the playful shit and, you know, the shit that feel good and the shit that's real, the shit that's really trying to touch your soul and, and tell you a feeling and really tell a story. Freddie Gibbs is most definitely on the latter side of, of what I just said. And um, I love what he's shown and proved. I love, I think, I, I don't think it's one song on Alfredo that I will skip or that I do not like. And in 2020, the rate of everything, the rate of music coming out now, and I believe that not only me, but I believe a lot of people have been just listening to music less because shit. I've been even listening to certain podcasts less. I don't listen to shit like that. I, I consume content like all day, so you know, cause <clears throat> because now niggas niggas want to be in the know, and you know it's it's entertaining. It's entertaining, and, and and sometimes niggas bring shit niggas bring shit over here to this platform to make it, you know, comfortable and yeah. Shit, I don't even know what. But about about Alfredo, about Alfredo, I believe that shit deserve it. And even if even if even if Gibbs don't win the shit, even if Gibbs don't win the shit, the fact that he got Grammy nomination. Attached to his name, that's a that's a big plus. Regardless, uh, let me move on. Next topic. Um, and, and also shout out, Mo, uh, shout out, I glazed over that earlier. Shout out to Trevor Noah. Shout out to Trevor Noah. I, I um, I watched a few of his stand-up specials. He a really funny dude. He been killing shit even from home on the on the Daily Show. He been murdering. He been murdering this shit for the past what feel like three three years, like four years. Niggas been seeing. That the worst daily show got his name right next to it. He been killing shit like I said from the inside of his crib. He is amazing. I can't. I, I hope he hasn't quit comedy. I know it's probably hard and damn near impossible for him to for him to do that, especially since I believe he lives in a city like New York and niggas they they chopping shit down. I went to a store the other day. I ain't have a mask on. I know it sounds dumb, but I didn't have it and I was just running in to get gas for my peoples and. He goes, oh, yeah, you need a mask. So I'd put my shirt over my motherfucking nose. <laughs> no, was like a fucking weirdo um, in that bitch. I, I guess that the restrictions are back. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, sh- shout out to Trevor Noah. And I really, I, I look forward to his next stand-up special for sure. Um, Let's move on. I want to talk about some songs or some albums that I've been bumping lately. 
Um, on YouTube specifically, what I've been watching and listening to is this Uzi shit. This Uzi shit, for sure. This Uzi shit and the Future album. I've been listening to a few, I few of them songs. I've I've yet to hear a song that I dislike from that album. I haven't specifically played it, but then I, I know some people that play it around me. And like I said, I've been watching the music video, so I, I know a little bit about it. I know a little bit. Um, I recently listened to that. Um, if you listen to this podcast for a long for a long amount of time, I recently I recently listened to the. Circles Mac Miller album. I did a I did an album review on that shit way back with my nigga Stanley. And uh go stream that. Go go look at that. Go look at that. Go listen to that. Um yeah. I've been on that lately, honestly. Like this 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 Alfredo shit. I, I've been I've been trying to get into D Smoke. Like I, I don't know what it is. I know he's a great rapper and I know that like I said, I said his name. He's 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 Grammy nominated now. I just don't I don't know what it is. I I just can't get into it. I can't I I can't get into it. Another song I've been listening to is recently The Parables. Uh I heard this shit by Wabian Corday. He just won by Corday, not Wabian Corday, but fuck it. That, that that's a habit. That's that's a habit I'm going have to start working on breaking, uh, you know, saying his fucking name because he changed the shit. He dropped, he dropped some shit called the Parables. I like it. I like it. I, I love, I love some young. I love to see a young nigga spitting that lyrical shit because that's something I believe that I do, or at least on occasion, you know what I'm saying? Um, or at least that that's 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 the lane. That's the way that I'm. That's the wave that I'm really trying to push my music in. You know what I'm saying? And while also being myself, like listening back to myself rap, I don't think I sound like anybody else, and that's a blessing, man. And that's something that I see in YB and Corday um on his song The Parables. So go listen to that. Um, I I don't know. I I really ain't been on shit lately. I I guess. Lately, I I just I just I just been rapping to instrumental beats. I don't really listen to music like that. It's crazy. Like I thought that I would listen to music just crazy every day, and now and then it switched to podcasts. Now I'm switching to I don't know. I just be on instrumentals, just getting shit off my mind. It's not like I'm stressed or whatever, but I try to make that a habit because that's how you become a better rapper. You don't become a better rapper by oh oh I rap today and then not rap till next month. You gotta. Even if you're not making songs, you gotta rap, my nigga. You gotta freestyle. You, you gotta, you know, tell a story. And I, and that's something I've been doing. I've been having fun with my niggas, just smoking, chilling, and rapping because that's the best. That's the best thing. We say something stupid, something silly, then niggas start laughing and shit. And you know, you know. But uh, let me let me move on to the uh, last topic because damn, I done fucked up. Uh, Netflix. I wanna I wanna speak on my Netflix suggestions. I've been watching this show called Evil. Um, it's about this stalker ass nigga. He stalks, he stalks, uh, he stalks this girl because he thinks that she likes him. And he has, he just, he, he just a weirdo. He, he stalks, he stalks this girl named Beck and she, uh, she fucking, she, she end up, she end up having a boyfriend and he plotted on the boyfriend, kidnapped him, murked his ass with some Almond almond oil because <laughs> he has a peanut allergy or some shit. That shit was fucking hilarious. Mark marked his ass and it's 
this shit is all about how the good guy is trying to get the good girl that only likes bad dudes, but he's crazy. This shit is fire, though. This shit is fire insane. Um, and I recommend it. I'm sorry if I fucking spilled the beans on it, but it's still fire. The the writing, the it's it's fire. Um for sixty days in, I just finished the season five, man. If you look, man, that's some addicting ass shit. And it ain't nothing like the YouTube shit. They like to cut shit down and edit shit for the YouTube shit. But it's way better on Netflix, way better probably on TV and shit. But I love that shit. I will watch it again probably soon. This this shit is amazing. Like amazing. You would never expect it, expect the ending. Uh yeah. Uh one on one. I've been on that. I think I think that recently got to Netflix. I don't know because it, it I got a weird relationship with Netflix. I do. Like Sometimes I'll binge it. Either I'm binging the shit like all day, you know what I'm saying, or I'm just on YouTube on my laptop on my phone on my phone Instagram or some shit. That's 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 my motherfucker. <laughs> that's my motherfucking routine of, of, of watching shit. But um, oh yeah, one on one. I got hooked on that show. I I, fin- I finally finished it like a few weeks ago. One on one, yeah, on on Netflix or whatever. Um, I want to speak on the storyline and the way this shit ended, ended and all that. I liked it. I, I liked all the characters. I liked that you know they switched up. Maybe this some episodes would be for Dwayne. Um, some would be for Spirit. Some would be for Flex. And and if, and if you haven't watched this, then you don't know these people' names. But if you have, you know what the fuck I'm saying. So, um. I like the way they switch shit up in the beginning and, and and how I guess when I when I look at this it's 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 kinda like real life. Like when you if you black you, you can understand it or, or you know somebody in that situation or you know somebody to act just like all of these characters. And it's I, I know somebody to act like all of these characters and they were so protective on, on uh Brianna not fucking nobody, oh no, nah, no kissing, blah blah blah. And that that's that's basically what this shit was. It was a long draw long a long drawn out and and I'm not trying to down the movie. I'm just you know breaking it down. It was a long drawn out process. Of Brianna almost having sex and almost getting caught having sex and and all that other shit. And I think I I the reason why I related related I related to it so much is because I I've been through some of the things that were happening you know on that show even in my past you know relationships with women that women in general. Um, I didn't. I hated the way it fucking ended. As soon as she fucked Ray J, shit was over with. Like it, it wasn't even over. They they could have that shit was lame. I ain't even gonna lie. The way it ended, so 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 you telling me that everything that happened up to that point was only to stop her from having sex. Everybody, Dwayne, Flex, uh, nigg- niggas was getting caught, and and it was crazy because our Arnez was the nigga that she was that she was with for five years. She she didn't suck it. She did. <laughs> she she drank a ball. She didn't do none of that shit. She waited. I'm not even waited. She was just with this nigga for five years. He was abstinent for five years, my nigga. And she ended up fucking the nigga that they move in with, like when they moved to L.A. or Hollywood or whatever. Yeah, whatever scene, whatever scene it was in, whatever city they was in. That pissed me off. Like I was mad about that for a few days. Like my nigga, he, and and even and even 
like the fact that it ended right after they fucked. Like Arnaz didn't get to find out. Her dad didn't get to find out. Like all the uh all the, all the other characters they didn't they didn't get to find out. And it there was no reconciliation. Even if I was mad that she fucked him because Arnaz waited so long, and I could see myself in Arnaz. But I I've never waited five fucking years. But I I, I could see myself. Be trying to be the good guy, or or you know what I'm saying, S- some shit like that. So that's why that's one of the reasons why I was drawn to it. But it was trash that at least Arnaz could have found out, you know, got mad and then you know fuck somebody else. They just left it like that, like oh yeah, she fucked, so she's a woman now. So this this ain't a show. <laughs> this shit this shit was so fucking weird. This shit was so fucking weird. But um overall. I will watch it again. It, it it was real good, but just the way it ended in a lot of shows, they got they got that. Not even a lot of shows, but few shows. They they they're so good and they're so amazing. And I'm not saying this shit was amazing. It, it was cool. It was cool. It, it had the cool little funny scenes, the black references. It was dope. It was dope for sure. And it was real. And it was realistic. I lo- I love that. But um, and another thing I was thinking about. I ain't never seen that nigga flex or nothing else. He's a he's a pretty funny funny actor funny dude. I would like to see him in something else. And I don't know, maybe I'm just out of the know because I just got on to this this shit this year. So maybe it's some shit that he made back in the day that I'm, I'm just not on. But uh, but yeah though. Um, let me see. Also, the blood of Zeus. Uh, if you if you are anything like me, oh Castlevania too. Not uh, Castlevania is a show that I'd be watching too. Um, it's about vampires. It's about I love that shit. If you are into Greek mythology or, you know, vampires, some cool-ass anime, Blood of Zeus was super fire and Castlevania. Both of those were super, super, super fire. The plot of Blood of Zeus is um, Zeus's son. Zeus's son had to go through all, all, all this shit, meeting all these new guys and, you know, seeing... Fighting demons, you know how it go in in Greek mythology. Whether you a god or whatever, you always gotta fight a titan or a demon or some shit. But I'm, I'm, I don't want to spoil the timeline. But please, most definitely, get on that. Like so much betrayal, the gods interfering with the human lives, the humans. You know what I'm saying? That that's 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 just how it is. That's just how it is. But Greek, I, I I've always been drawn to Greek mythology, and Thor 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 was my favorite superhero for a long time. I don't think he is in that now. I think Batman is. Batman got to be my favorite superhero. Like, I got I got posters. I'm I'm looking around now. I got posters of Batman up up in my room. Damn, Batman has always been so dope to me because I guess Thor Thor was cool, but you can I can really relate with Batman. Like growing up without my, he grew up without his parents. I grew up without you know one of my parents. You know I I can I can kind of I I understand that and I guess excuse me figuratively. I am Batman because I grew up and he learned he learned how to take pain and adversity and make it something that can help people. And I feel like that's something I can do, at least in my music or my podcast, and if you fuck with this shit. Damn, I, I ain't even make that connection until just now. But yeah, I feel like I'm Batman. And Thor is is is, is portrayed as, you know, the strongest nigga, nothing can hurt him and all that shit. Or he, you know, he doesn't die. He's never died. Batman, he always get his back broke, get his, you know, occasionally get get fucked up. His skull cracked, his arms, you know what I'm saying? And he always comes back. And that's something I can really relate to. But, uh, 
But yeah, that that was the uh, broke conversations podcast. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> listen, I'm look, man. Listen, f- fuck it. Um, coming up next, as 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 promised. Coming up next, I do have my song, uh, Ayanla. Ayanla, please DM me, DM me, give me feedback. Uh, on broke convers uh broke dot conversations on Instagram, bro. Uh, og dot od on Instagram. You know what I'm saying. Hit me up, give me feedback, let me know. And without further ado, this has been the Broke Conversations podcast, the world's most poverty stricken podcast. I'm your host, OG Odie, and please enjoy this song. Yeah, this stupid bitch. (laughs) Alright, okay. You had the nerve to end it over a phone call But where your heart was at, I used to call home Learn to rely on myself, knowing to fall alone How could beginners so right, end up all wrong Around the time I lost you, is when I started rapping So everything has a reason, for why it happened I took severe pain, turned it into passion Had to learn to be independent, switch up the factions Writing these verses gave me confidence, serenity Should've known, cause towards the end you started acting finicky Could've told me the truth, could've ended simply You taught me soulmate, so I'm real and no one's meant to be seeing you roll around with the nigga you cheated with and when i bring it up you block me on the plea the fifth i'm done internalizing shit don't want to keep it in for you i broke down on my walls and all my defenses the sweetest faces come with bitter intentions it took a while but i finally came to my senses irreversible damage ain't no way we can fix it yeah ain't no way we can fix it Wasted five years of my life, I never get it back Should've stuck to my roots, no not to get attached But we were young, so high percentage of it didn't back I love too hard, feel it's a curse, no longer feeling sad Yeah, no longer feeling sad Fuck it Thank you for all the lessons that you fucking taught me Before you, I was young and naive Now I know what the fuck I need Yeah Ha <laughs> ha Bitch, fuck it. I really hope that I can get into a certain headspace. Why well, fucking forgive you? I'm trying, but it's hard. I don't never want to speak to you again, see you again, but I know within myself, if I can find forgiveness, I can be a better person. Thank <laughs> you.